Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, August 10, 2022. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, the day started at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time with the release of the CPI data and a goose operation on the tape. They shot the market up. They basically stayed there all day long in a very narrow range after the pre-market goose operation. But what they are doing is breaking out or have done is break out above the recent high and above the breakdown box. What does that do? it activates the next price level north. Where is that price? I'm going to give you two specific reasons why the next price is right around 424 to 425. So what's on the chart now? First, we have a Fibonacci retracement from high to low, and the retracement is from low back to high. So you can see here that the 618 retracement right at this point here, 423.91 to be exact. Don't expect them to stop on a dime, but that coincides with the breakdown candle high. This is the candle from May 5th of this year. That high is 425 even. So you can see just below 424 is a 618 retracement. Slightly higher is the high of the breakdown candle. There are two bona fide reasons why, A, that price will be magnetic and draw price in as long as they stay above the breakdown box. For those of you that showed up today, this is your breakdown box. Staying above means staying above the high for 17.44. So above that price, the next price or the door opens for 4.24 to 4.25. I thought it best we cut right to the chase. And that's not a new number. We've been talking about that number. If, in fact, they were going to get above the breakdown box, the next target would become right in that four and a quarter neighborhood. Now, do they have to stop at four and a quarter? The answer is no, they don't. And this is why this is part art form and part science. Here's another Fibonacci retracement using a different pivot high Coming into, as we speak, the 50% retracement, 421.08. So if you think about that for a moment, you say, hey, can they actually fail before they get to 425? What if this is a fake-out operation? Well, you'll know it sooner than later if they either can't get to 421 or if they get to 421 and fail at 421, that's going to be some kind of a clue. Don't necessarily rule that out. I'm just bringing everything to the forefront. The Fibonacci tool is a guideline. I show how to use it in the course, Lazy E-Mini Trader. It is an art form, not necessarily only a science. And here's what I'll tell you. Not everybody is always using the same pivots, which is why some people will come up with different numbers. And by the way, just projecting forward a little bit, let's just say, for argument's sake, that this thing is super slash uber bullish and they're going to blow through everything. Where are they headed? How about the daily chart, 200 period moving average, 618 retracement, 435, bingo. 
Now, I'm not saying they're doing that, and certainly even if they were going to do it, they're not going to do it anytime soon. However, still, you have to look at this and say, right now, as we speak, things are bullish until they're not. What we do is take the market at face value. It goes back to the ducks. If it walks like a duck and talks like a duck, generally speaking, 80% of the time using the 80-20 rule, walks like a duck, talks like a duck, generally speaking, it's going to be the duck. Right now, the market is bullish. If she puts in a reversal day, some kind of high-volume reversal day, some kind of an anomaly day, a gap and crap day, any combination of that stuff will change the tune. Right now, we just look at it and take it at face value. Was today a breakout on institutional participation? And the answer is, not so much. So we still had less than the average volume by the end of the day. It was less than 68 million shares in the SPY, the average volume, and I believe this one is a two-month average, is about 80 million, 79, 80 million shares. Better volume than the last few days, but not increasing volume, not trend change type volume, not new leg higher type of volume. Again, price is the absolute arbiter. However, we're looking at other things for clues and evidence of what the market may be trying to tell us. So we're not getting bullish clues from the volume that doesn't preclude price from going higher. We're just not getting the volume clues. We have to look at everything And if something is a clue, it goes on the table as a puzzle piece. If it's not a clue, we move on to other stuff. It's part and parcel to the how we do the analysis. Let's go back to the weekly chart. We've been talking about a specific thing, a specific spot. They're above the specific spot. So let's say they close this week above the high of this breakdown candle, 416.61. That's bullish, period, full stop. Did I expect them to close above that high? Did I expect them to blow through it? The answer is no, I didn't, but here we are. Doesn't matter what I expected. What matters is what's happening and what the storyline is. So what I'm watching is for the weekly close. Are they going to power forward up north for the rest of the week? Or are they gonna come down and close the week by Friday afternoon below that breakdown candle high. That will be some kind of tell if they do. If they don't, a higher number is activated, the door will be open, and that will become the target. Now, before we get knee-deep inside the numbers, we just have to bring something out to the forefront. When the market gaps higher in the morning, it takes a lot of opportunity away from day traders. That is, if it's going to stay in a tight range after the gap up, There's not a lot of trades on the books. If it's going to be volatile and whip back and forth, that's a different story. So we don't know what's going to happen before the opening bell. So we come prepared. And I think what you'll find is some of the numbers that you'll see as time goes on. The early thoughts is zero dark 30. This is before the spike. But what you'll find is some of the numbers after the spike are very, very interesting. So all this stuff at zero dark 30, you can read it for yourself, pause the video, do whatever you like, but this is not valid because we had the pre-market CPI goose operation. So we'll move along and see what we've got. 
831, we've got the CPI goose operation on our hands. Here's the new stuff. 417.62 is the pivot. Let's get our faculties. Let's go with images and pictures for a few moments. We'll go back and forth. 417.62 is our pivot. You could see they opened above it. They ran some tests. We had another number that you'll see in a moment. And then they went higher and they basically traded in a narrower range all day long. The pivot means below is not bullish, above is bullish. Now, below doesn't necessarily mean she falls apart, but the higher numbers would be on hold. That's what the pivot signifies for day trading purposes. So above the pivot, they can climb. From a while ago, there's unfinished business just above 418. Closing candles above 418.25 is the further bull case and the opening the bulls need to get to four and a quarter. Not today, but just in general. Below 417.62 and the door opens for 415 and a quarter. Stay tuned. There's another number coming. Above 418.25 was really the bull case. That became the later pivot, if you will. And you can see here, even though they tried to run a couple of tests throughout the day, one over here about lunchtime, one over here later in the day, and they couldn't even get to 418 and a quarter. They came up a couple of pennies short each time and then took off to the upside. Let's move along, see what else we have. So we put some new numbers on the board from the morning goose operation. That's for the SPY numbers. Here's the trade for those that are looking for a short setup. 419 to 420 is a zone where if tested, traders can take a short for a pullback operation. It starts with a scalp with potential. They're up a lot in the pre-market. After a morning spike, if we get one, they'll likely be a normal garden variety pullback after the frenzy. If they drop them, meaning the other side, 417.62 down to 415.70 is a zone where we'll likely see buyers step in to play defense. It's a support zone for a buy if it's sooner than later. So we're willing to play either side of the tape. On a spike, I might short it. On a drop, I might buy it. Let's move along, see what else we have. More information before the opening bell. If they're above 420 and they start closing candles above there, look out above, that's going to be uncomfortable for a short position. We should know that going in. You have to know everything you need to know about where your risk is. I'm looking closer to 420 to enter a short position. Just a little taste test, look at the top of the screen. That horizontal line is at 420. I was looking closer to 420 for the short trade, but it was really this one early on out of the gate that I was hoping they run up there or run down to a different number. So let's keep going and see what else we have. Stay tuned. We're moving along. 937, 416.75 is the first spot I would consider for a long trade. Willing to add if they go lower, 415.70, but 416.75 is my number. Now, here's what we've got. 416.75, low of day, 416.72. The other problem was they didn't do it here Instead, they bounced away and they came back down, so it wasn't the same trade. Still the top end of the support zone, but not the same trade. 
Therefore, I was willing to buy it, but they would have had to go lower. Instead, they hit the number and they went off back to the upside to go where? To 420. So the numbers were correct today. They were absolutely spot on. The issue today was the manner in which. That's just the life of a trader. Today was just not a day trader's kind of day. See, by 944, I'm saying they came up short of the short and short of the long. So they came up short of the one at 420 right out of the gate. Then they came up short of the 416.75 on the first run out of the gate. So therefore, that's what we were left with. Pause the video, read the notes, go back to the chart to double check the work. They traded in a narrow range back and forth inside of those numbers. But what we did have, and here's the takeaway, we had the numbers. And by the way, stocks on the move, hardly anything doing in the pre-market and nothing hit its number. We had Win and Roblox on the board. Neither of them hit their entry objectives so they were no trades. So it was not a day traders kind of day. What's going on over in Camp IWM? Well, everything's breaking to the upside. It's all the same market. So we know how that works. They don't all move to the same magnitude each and every day, but they're all gonna go in the same direction by and large. So where are they headed? 198 to 200, that's where they're headed. Maybe slightly above 200. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Big update for the transports today. Up 3%, headed right for this 200-period moving average. 15,450 is really where they're headed at a bare minimum. Interestingly enough, tomorrow is an on-time type of day. I would put that on a sticky note if I were you. The Q people, they're also pushing higher. They're just now able to close above the high of this breakdown candle, so... The next order of business for the Q people would be to challenge this pivot high somewhere in the neighborhood of 330, give or take. If they fail before there, so be it, we'll address it at the time. The XLF slash the financials, they're finally breaking to the upside. It took them a long time. They were lagging the other markets, and here they are playing some catch-up, shall we say. In the trading parlance, we call this the Heinz 57 pattern. 35.25 to 35.30 is where they're being attracted to. It's both magnetic and overhead resistance. And Smash Mouth, after the woodshed day yesterday, nice big healthy update today. Different looking chart than most of the rest, but what we do know is you have a move up and a pullback, a move up and a pullback, a move up and a pullback, and here we are again. If they break above the old highs over here, then they're going to be challenging this, and then they're gonna start getting up into this neighborhood up here, 250 and higher. There's a gap at 258 and change. This is all the bull case. The other side of it is, you wake up to a gap in crap and have to adjust everything. We don't anticipate that happening. What we do is, we take the market at face value, they went higher today, they had a bullish close, now our eye is on the rest of the week, if they close bullish, that's one thing. If they close back below the important stuff, that's something entirely different. We take it one candle at a time, one day at a time. If I told you how much I appreciate each and every one of you, without you, these videos are not possible. It's everything I wanted to and intended to discuss today, so we'll pull the ripcord now. I'm David Frost, my strategic forecast, 
Thanks again for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis.